How many people know that the presence of God doesn't only break chains, it also changes hearts? The hearts of the prisoners were so changed, even though the doors were open, they were not going anywhere. Ooh. Let's, let's, let's go back here. It says, but Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. My family and I, we are now settling in our new home. And uh, for the last three weeks, your pastor has been faithfully working out. <laughs> now, I've been faithfully working out, and it's something I've tried to do for a long time. I think, I think for the last 10 years, it's been on and off, on and off. But I finally have a rhythm. And this is what's happened. It's because our son, Zenzo, he's a true athlete. And so, the, you know, the people who sold us the house, they really loved our family. They, they left us some working out stuff, some high-level working out stuff in the basement as a gift. Somebody say God can give us bonuses in Jesus' name. So, so my son... Uh, has been going down there. He plays his Christian hip hop. He plays Lecrae and Tadashi and Andy Minio. Uh, and, and then they start to work out. And one day I, I heard the music and I said, let me just go see what's going on down there. Before you realize I was sitting there working out. I mean, I was just working out. They played more music the more I was working out. Now, I kid you not, the next day I woke up and Pastor Michelle saw me going to the bathroom and I was walking like this. <laughs> I mean, I was literally carrying my feet out of bed. Now, why is it that I've been trying to do this for 10 years and I finally can do it now? Impact, I have a very simple message for you today, but I believe it can change your life forever. It's because of this, my son has now created an atmosphere in our house that's conducive for his father to work out. Amen. Listen to me, impact. Atmosphere is everything. These are recipes of the journey. Atmosphere is everything. In the right kind of atmosphere, anything can happen. Did I say anything? Anything can happen. Miracles can happen. Change can happen. It's all about atmosphere. We are affected by atmosphere more than we know. When he said and done, most of us don't really do what we want to do. We do what our atmosphere dictates for us to do. I heard a friend of mine, Pastor Brad, say, most drug addicts, don't go back. They don't relapse because they love the drug so much. They relapse because they love their environment, the friends, the people they do drugs with. That's why the church has to learn to love people no matter how they look. Those people go back there because those friends accept them. They love them. So they go back to those places because atmosphere is everything. I want you to look at someone and just declare over them. Tell them atmosphere is everything. One more time, tell someone atmosphere is everything. So believers, this is time to take your atmosphere seriously. You have to take your atmosphere seriously. The people that are around you, the friends that are around you, atmosphere is everything. That's why we worship in the house of God, because we create an atmosphere at Impact Church. Because atmosphere is everything. I want you guys to write a few down. Please, a few things down. Please write this down. World changers and high achievers understand that their atmosphere 
is directly responsible for their success or failure. World changers and high achievers understand that their atmosphere is directly responsible for their success or failure. Please write this down because I want us to define what atmosphere is. What is atmosphere? Please write this down. Atmosphere is the mental, physical, relational, and spiritual environment that affects your prophetic destiny. Let me say that again. Atmosphere is the mental, physical, relational, and spiritual environment that affects your prophetic destiny. Everybody in this place has a prophetic destiny. You have a prophetic destiny. The question is, are you creating the type of atmosphere that is conducive to that prophetic destiny? Your thoughts create an atmosphere. The things you say create an atmosphere. These, these are the secrets of the journey. You will never find my wife and I complaining about much. It's not because we don't go through tough things, but because we realize that our words create an atmosphere. And then our prophetic destiny becomes a slave to that atmosphere. Somebody shout atmosphere shift now. Come on, do it like an African with a fist. Say atmosphere shift now. I'm waiting and believing that for believers in this church that will shift atmospheres and not just yield to the atmosphere. God has created you to shift atmospheres. What do you want to see change at Impact Church? I'm waiting for some leaders in this place that can shift the atmosphere. Somebody shout hallelujah. Please write this down. Your atmosphere is the incubator for your God-given dream. Your atmosphere is the incubator of your God-given dream. Please write this down. The dream God gave you is perfect because God is perfect. The atmosphere is always the problem. If the dream you're pursuing, if it's really God that gave you, it's perfect. That family is perfect because God gave you. That relationship is perfect because God gave you. But the problem is always the atmosphere, not the dream. Because God is perfect. God can never give you something that's imperfect. Please write this down. The dream is God's responsibility, but the atmosphere is your responsibility. The dream is God's responsibility. The business God has blessed you with. The relationship God has blessed you with. The marriage God has blessed you with. That's God's responsibility to bless you. But your responsibility is to create the kind of atmosphere that will protect what God has given you. Somebody shout hallelujah. So I declare here in this place prophetically that God is raising up atmosphere shifters at Impact Church in the name of Jesus. Not people who complain about their reality, but people who change their reality. People who change their atmosphere in the name of Jesus. Impact, I believe that something powerful is coming to Impact Church. 
something prophetic this summer, this, this fall that's coming up. Summer just finished, but September, October, there's a growth, there's a harvest that's coming. There's something that's shifting. And I believe that the reason why God has us talking about atmosphere over and over and over. We talked about faith is rising. We talked about Ezekiel going into the valley of dry bones and shifting his atmosphere. I believe the reason God is doing this is because something is coming and God needs to raise some atmosphere shifters in this house that will protect and secure the atmosphere for the miraculous. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on, if you're not clapping, you need to clap now. That's part of how we shift the atmosphere. That's part of how we quicken the atmosphere and shift something in the room. Somebody shout hallelujah. God is doing something and he's raising atmosphere shifters in this place in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. There were British missionaries who went to Africa for a long-term missions trip. This was, this was not one of those trips for two weeks as a missions trip. This was moving their entire life there. They packed up their bags. They even brought their grandparents because they were going on a mission field for life. They were giving their life. So they decided to get some things that would remind them of home. They got some plants with them all the way from England and they brought them to Africa. They wanted these plants to remind them of home. They planted their plants and to their surprise, all the plants died. And upon doing their research, somebody told them these plants only grow in a cold place in Europe. They don't grow in the tropics. There was nothing wrong with the plants. What was wrong was the shift of atmosphere. And I'm here to tell someone in this place, there's nothing wrong with your dream. Nothing wrong with your business plan. Could it be that the atmosphere that you're living in is not conducive to what God desires to do? Atmosphere is everything in the name of Jesus. Linton, lift up the music. Somebody lift up your hands and just begin to pray. And your prayer should be, Father, shift my atmosphere. Shift the atmosphere of this church. Shift the atmosphere of my family. Shift an atmosphere. Come on, I need a few believers in this place to open up their mouth and begin to shift the atmosphere. Yes, Sister Kathia, we're going to join you and clap together. I need somebody to begin to clap as you pray. Come on, can you feel that? Something is shifting as we pray. Something is shifting as we declare Father shift the atmosphere of this church shift the atmosphere of our families shift the atmosphere of our homes in Jesus name we pray somebody say amen impact there are three things I want you to learn how to do three things I want you to learn how to do number one shift your atmosphere number two secure your atmosphere number three flee toxic at atmospheres. Let's say that real big together. One, two, three, go. Shift. One more time, real big. Somebody say amen. Many of you know I'm a songwriter and... Uh, by the grace of Jehovah, uh, this last week we found out that we got nominated for a Dove Award for writing songs. To God be the praise. Amen. 
to God be the praise. Um, I've always been writing songs. I've been writing songs for a long time. For years, for years, it felt like I just didn't have the rhythm. Have you ever been at a place where you're trying to do something, but you just, you're not riding the wave. The rhythm is not there. It's not consistent. It's just not there. And I remember marrying my wife. Can somebody help me honor this amazing woman of God sitting in the front? I married my wife, and my wife is an anointed encourager. How many people know that people have an anointing to encourage? She's an anointed encourager. When I married my wife, I was borderline depressed. I didn't smile much. She used to say, can you just smile a little bit? I used to say, I don't have much to smile about. People had told me my songs were not good. I had gotten rejection after rejection. Somebody told me, don't quit your day job. Can I tell you something? Those comments hurt. They sting. They don't feel good. And she said, come on, you can do it. You can write songs. You can do that, man of God. You can, God can use you. And in that same season, we shifted from where we were. And I met a man of God called Pastor Matthew Thompson. And it's as if he believed in me more than I believed in myself. He says, you're going to write songs that the world will sing. You're going to do so much great things. Your songs will be nominated for Dove Awards and Grammy Awards. And he began to speak all these things over me. And then he brought his brother, Phil Thompson, and said, start writing songs with my brother, Phil. And Phil is such an encourager too. He's so gifted. And Phil is so humble. And we began to write songs. And all of a sudden, the rhythm that I had been waiting for for 10 years, I found it. I found it. Somebody shout hallelujah. Atmosphere is everything. What happened? Same gift, same person. My environment shifted. You know, it hurts my heart because certain people will never do great things because of the type of atmosphere their spouses create. Somebody shout hallelujah. And certain ministries, certain pastors will never go far because of the kind of atmosphere that they live in. Somebody shout hallelujah. Can I say something to you, impact? In this church, we're going to stir up the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. In this church, you will pray for your leaders in the name of Jesus. And I'm not ashamed to teach you this because atmosphere is everything. Somebody shout hallelujah. There was a young man that walked into my house. My wife and I were sitting on the dining table. There was a young man who walked into our house and told us in our face, I'll never get married. I despise marriage. And I looked at him and God said, you know, he has not been in an environment of successful marriages. God said, don't argue with him. Just let him watch you loving your wife. Just shift his atmosphere. And then one time he came to me and he said, you know, to be honest with you, your marriage is the only thing that kind of gives me hope. I said, it's working. We're going somewhere. <laughs> the more he said that, the more I love my wife planted a kiss on our neck in front of him so he can see a healthy and happy marriage. Somebody shot in this place. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, 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 now. Listen to this. 
And then that young man came up later to me and said, you know, I'm thinking I may even just try this whole dating thing again. I may give it a chance. Today that young man is a leader in this house. Today that young man is engaged to be married. His name is LJ. He's up there. <laughs> Woo! What happened? Atmosphere shifted. The atmosphere changed. Atmosphere is everything. So three things. Number one, shift your atmosphere. Number two, secure your atmosphere. Number three, flee toxic atmospheres. Let's talk about number one. Right there in Acts chapter 16. It is said that Paul and Silas were worshiping God. It said about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. The other prisoners were listening to them. Impact, you need to learn how to pray and worship out loud. Because how did the other prisoners hear them? They were thrown in the inner dungeon. They were praying and worshiping and the other prisoners heard them. You need to learn how to pray out loud and you need to learn how to worship out loud because worship is not just for you. It also shifts the atmosphere for somebody else. That's why I try to get you to talk. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say amen when the preacher's preaching. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say something. Why? Because we're shifting the atmosphere together. Somebody shout hallelujah. They were worshiping and they heard them. Why? Because they were singing out loud. Now I want you to see Paul and Silas. The Bible says they were beaten and they were wounded. Can you see them? Have you ever seen somebody who's been in a terrible fight? Probably can't see and they're broken. They, they can't walk right and, and they're beaten and they're bruised and they're wounded and they're broken. And they beat them publicly. That's traumatic. They're broken and they're wounded. And they throw them in a jail cell. I don't know whether it was Paul. I don't know who started the praying. I don't know whether it was Silas. I don't know who sung the first song. I don't know who prayed the first prayer. But one of them did it and the other responded and yielded. And they began to shift the atmosphere to a point where chains were broken and doors were open. Let me tell, God told me to tell someone in this place that broken people can shift atmospheres too. Just because you're broken does not mean you can't shift the atmosphere. They've been wounded. They've been beaten. They probably can't see well. And they're thrown into the inner dungeon. They've been beaten publicly. It's traumatic. Their, their, their minds are troubled. They're broken. And we believe that broken people are supposed to just stay broken. But in their brokenness, they begin to sing. Atmosphere shift now. Chains be broken. Break out. Holy Spirit, come down. Heaven. Can you can you see Paul? He's he's been beaten down. He's been 
ridiculed publicly. He's been mocked and broken. He begins to sing. God told me to tell someone in this place, just because you're broken does not mean you can't shift the atmosphere. Just because you're broken does not mean you can't fix the atmosphere of your family. Just because you're broken doesn't mean you can't fix the atmosphere of this church. Somebody shout hallelujah. So they send them to a prison, but they recognize that they're in the prison not to die, not to remain broken. They recognize that they're in the prison because God has sent them there to break chains. Why do I know that? Because it wasn't just the chains of the two people that were worshiping that broke. Everybody's chains broke in that jail cell. God sent them there on a mission to break chains. God keeps bringing me back here. What is it that you're complaining about that God has ordained you to shift? What is it that you're murmuring about that God has ordained you to shift? Can you see Paul and Silas? They had the right to say, we've been beaten down. We've been ridiculed. God, are you even there? Sometimes we're quick to blame in God. Why would you allow us to be beaten? Father, we're preaching for you. God, we're preaching. We, we're, we're serving you. How can you allow this to happen? God, I'm serving you. How can you allow this to happen to my children? God, I'm serving you. How can you allow this to happen to my marriage? God, I'm serving you. How can you allow this to happen? It's easy to get to a place where we're blaming God. Paul and Silas had the right to do that. But they recognize that they were in the jail cell to shift the atmosphere. God is raising up atmosphere shifters in Jesus' name. Come on. God is raising up atmosphere shifters in the name of Jesus. Father, raise up atmosphere shifters in the name of Jesus. So number one, shift your atmosphere. This week our kids were playing in the backyard and, and uh, they were getting noisy. They get noisy quick, loud. I mean, they from zero to like 1,500 in a second, in a millisecond. My wife does that and I do it too. So I go out there with my loud African voice and I go, hey, 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 hey. And because I've established discipline, most of the times that's all I have to do and they know what I'm doing and I walk right back in. My wife with her pretty self told me one time, you know, I just, when we have kids, I wanna just take it easy on them. I said, okay, okay. Now she has kids. She's louder than me. She goes out there, hey, 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 hey. You know what she's doing? You know what we're doing when we say, hey, hey, hey? We're shifting the atmosphere. We're bringing order in the place. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody, hallelujah. I need somebody in this place to just say, hey, 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 come on, hey, hey, hey. You need to learn how to pray the hey, hey prayer. There are times when you don't even know what to say, and you say to the devil, hey, hey, get out of my house in the name of Jesus. Hey, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we're not here to yield to the atmosphere, we're here to shift the atmosphere. So I came to provoke someone in this place, refuse to accept the atmosphere that you're in. 
You need to walk out there and learn how to pray aloud. Learn how to worship aloud. And say, hey, 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 in the name of Jesus, come out of my house in Jesus' name. Get out of my family in the name of Jesus. Drugs, you can't be in my home in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. One more time, come on, somebody just go, hey, 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 hey. Not in this house. Cancer, hey, 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 hey. Not here. Uncles, aunties, cousins who are not saved, hey, 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 in the name of Jesus. So you have to shift your atmosphere. Somebody say amen. Refuse to accept what you have and shift that atmosphere. Can I tell you something? God has planted you in that company, in that business, not to kill you. He's planted you there. The stuff you're experiencing is because God is expecting you to shift that atmosphere. You can complain about it or shift it. Somebody say amen. Number two, secure your atmosphere. Secure your atmosphere. And can I just say this? God told me to tell somebody this. Paul and Silas were beaten publicly because a public persecution is a setup for a public promotion. Yeah. Yeah. God is telling me to tell someone in this place, you've been persecuted publicly. It's a setup because God wants to be exhorted in this thing. A public persecution is a setup for public promotion. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's why Jesus had to die publicly. Number two, secure your atmosphere. There's a story in Mark chapter 5 verse 37 where Jesus goes to the house of Jairus. Now, before he goes there, I want you to read that text, Matthew 5, verse 37. Matthew 5, sorry, Mark 5, verse 37 to 42. He goes to the house of Jairus, but before he goes there, Jesus has 12 disciples. And the Bible says Jesus looks to Peter, John, and James. He says, come with me. And he looks at the nine and say, stay there. Peter, John, James, Come with me. This mission requires Peter, John, and James. The rest of you Thomas, you doubt too much. Stay over there. Judas, your thoughts are not good. Stay over there. Impact, I want to teach you something. You have to be willing to be selective in this season so you can secure your atmosphere. You cannot be apologetic in this season. In this season, you have to be willing to look at somebody and say, my brother, this will not work. Uh, my sister, we can do this, but this will not work. You have to become an apologetic for securing your atmosphere. And then when he gets to Jairus' house, watch what's happening. There are all these people in the house. And the first thing Jesus does is, y'all get out of here. They were crying, they were wailing, there was confusion. And the first thing that Jesus does is secure his atmosphere. Somebody say, secure your atmosphere. Why? Because your atmosphere is the incubator of your God-given dream. The temperature in the incubator has to be right in order to protect the dream. The dream is like a baby. It's delicate. 
So he removes them. There are three groups of people you have to be willing to remove. I'm going to do, do this very quickly. Number one, people who don't see what you see about yourself. Jesus removed everybody in that house who did not believe that the miracle can happen. Number two, people who make you compromise your integrity. Number three, people who are intimidated by your gift. You have to remove them. Impact, God told me to remind you today that relationships do have an expiration date. Yes, relationships do have an expiration date. God told me to remind someone in this place that the relationships that helped you yesterday, God may not ordain them for you today. God said to David, stop crying for Saul. <laughs> the anointing has left. God told me to tell someone in this place, stop crying for those people. You're wasting your energy crying for Saul. The anointing has departed. You're losing your focus because you're focusing on people where the anointing has departed. Come on. It's your season because expiration date is real when it comes to relationships. And some of you feel bad because they helped you to get here, but they're not supposed to take you there. And truthfully, they didn't help you. It was God working through them. He could have used anybody. God told me to tell someone in this place you have permission to move on. Because they're not setting the right atmosphere for you. Let's go to the last point here. So you have to shift your atmosphere, secure your atmosphere, and finally you have to flee toxic atmospheres. You have to flee toxic atmospheres. Somebody say flee toxic atmospheres. You remember Joseph? Mrs. Potiphar showed up. You don't negotiate with Mrs. Potiphar. <laughs> A great atmosphere shifter knows this, that God has not created you to shift every atmosphere. Just because you can shift the atmosphere does not mean you're supposed to shift it. Just because you know how to shift atmospheres, it does not mean God is expecting you to shift every atmosphere. Matthew chapter 14, verse 13. When Jesus heard what had happened to John the Baptist. Do you know what happened to John the Baptist? They cut his head off. What happens next is very anointed. He left in a boat. They cut John's head off. What did Jesus do? He left. <laughs> now, if it was some of us, it would have been like, we got to pray. <laughs> this is not time to pray. It's time to leave. God told me to tell some of you, you are, you are praying concerning things God told you to get out of. And you're crying and wondering why the miracle is not happening because God never asked you to stay and pray. God changed them in the name of Jesus. In the, in the name of Jesus. You start to pray what I call Japanese tongues. Honda, 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 Hyundai, Hyundai, Accord, 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 Accord. Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi. No, God did not ask you to pray. God asked you to leave. Please write this down. 
one of the tactics of the enemy is to wear you out by causing you to fight battles that were not meant for you to fight. The enemy is trying to wear you out. It doesn't matter how strong a soldier is. If you're worn out, you can't win battles. And there are many of us, we're wearing ourselves out with battles we were never supposed to fight so that when the battle that we're supposed to fight comes, we are too weak to fight it. That's the tactic of the enemy. Some of you are too far gone. The enemy knows that he can't get you to fall in sin. So what he has to do is to preoccupy you with battles that are less than so that you're not strong to fight the battles that you're supposed to fight. Somebody shout hallelujah. So shift your atmosphere. Secure your atmosphere. And flee toxic atmospheres. Please stand if you can. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is doing a great thing in this church. Somebody say amen. And I declare that God is raising up atmosphere shifters. Some of you have become so preoccupied with your personal problems, the cares of life. And God is raising up a people in this place that will secure what God is doing in this place in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Lift up your hands. I want to declare life over you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that in this season, you're raising up people that will shift the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. People that will shift atmospheres. People that will change atmospheres in the name of Jesus. Father, raise up a people in this house that will secure their anointing. Secure the atmosphere for the miraculous. Secure the atmosphere for what you desire to do. Father, give them wisdom to flee toxic atmospheres. I pray this week, this week, this week, that they'll walk out of battles that you never designed for them to fight. This week, give them the strength to walk out of things you didn't tell them to pray for. Strength to walk out of toxic atmospheres that are wearing them out. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Somebody say amen and amen. Every head bow down. Every head bow down. You can't leave a place like this without saying yes to Jesus. I'm going to count one, two, three. And if that's you, you're not saved. I want you to just lift up your hand and say, Jesus, I want to begin a new relationship with you. You've come here. Maybe somebody invited you here. You know deep within your soul that you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. I'm not talking about joining a church. I'm talking about a relationship with the creator of the universe. If that's you, don't be ashamed. This is why this church exists. We do this every Sunday. When I say one, two, three, I want you to lift up your hand and say, Pastor, I want to be saved today. Here we go. One, two, three. Hands, hands, hands. Wow, 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 wow. Yes, yes, wow, wow, wow. Please keep your hand up because the ashes are going to find you and give you a Bible. Don't be ashamed. Keep that hand up. 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 There's two up there. Yes. 
more up here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, those of you who lifted up your hands, we are so glad you're here. This is why this church exists. We're going to pray with you. I want you to follow this prayer after me and impact. We're going to help them. Say, Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I surrender to you. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ, you're the Lord and Savior of my life. Come on, somebody lose your mind and celebrate Jesus. We celebrate you for this decision. Best decision.